And now on the Business Radio X Network, another exciting episode with Jamie Overdurf in Connecting Tucson with Jamie. All right, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Connecting Tucson with Jamie Overturf. Today, we're coming to you from a bit of a unique area. We are at the inaugural Arizona Film Expo at the Tucson Convention Center, so please forgive our background noise if you do hear it. Um, We are with Connecting Tucson with Jamie Overturf, where we focus on connecting our community and our local businesses. Today, we have a very special guest in our studio, Philip Sullivan. Philip is the commercial banking officer of Canyon Community Bank here in Tucson, Arizona. Philip is a native to Tucson, Arizona, or actually not Tucson, you are a native to Arizona. You relocated to Tucson 11 years ago to attend our very own University of Arizona and study psychology, and you've been here ever since. Phil has been in the banking industry for over eight years and has had many different roles in this industry. Recently, he just celebrated his 10 year anniversary with his wife Nicole and three beautiful children Tayton, Lennon and McCartney did I say that right yeah all right well (laughs) so congratulations on your 10-year anniversary it's really exciting and thank you for coming on my show I really appreciate you having thank you for coming on absolutely (laughs) so first off I I used Philip and Phil do you prefer Phil or Philip it really doesn't matter okay Just making sure. So we're just going to jump right in. Is that okay, Phil? Sounds awesome. So let's start off with an easy question. Sure. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Sure. So uh, I'm Philip Sullivan. uh, I've been in banking for a while. Um, And as far as a little bit about me, um, I love helping people. That's why I got into banking originally. And uh, I spend most of my off time doing really nerdy things with my kids. So nerdy? What's nerdy? Uh, Like going to uh, Phoenix Comic Con was a lot of fun. Uh, we, yeah, <laughs> my son. My eyes just lit up. You didn't hear, you couldn't see it, but my <laughs> eyes lit up. That's why he's laughing. Comic-Con. Uh, yeah. So my, my son for his, uh, birthday, um, you know, he, his birthday happens to be on December 31st and, um, it, because of where it's proximity to Christmas, you can only get so much stuff. And so, right. um, we asked him what he wanted to do as kind of like an experience kind of thing for his birthday. And he's like, I just want to go to Comic-Con. Uh, and so we, um, we planned for it. It was in May. Um, and he, he, we let him pick out two costumes that he wanted to uh, make. And so we made two separate costumes for him. And we went on Saturday and Sunday. And it was just, uh. So you made costumes. What mm-hmm. costumes did you make? So um, my son is a small little uh, blonde, uh, platinum blonde <laughs> kid. <laughs> so we, uh, he went as Link from The Legend of Zelda, uh, which was a ton of fun. And so we made, you know, sword and shield and boots and a bunch of other Aww. stuff. It was really cool. Goodwill is... Uh, Goodwill is uh, just the best when it comes to that kind of stuff. But uh, and then it was another character from an anime that I, d- I don't even know, and that oh, just kind of so down. he's an anime too. Uh, he he very much is, yeah. Excellent. So is he kind of <laughs> like a Sheldon from the Bing Bang Theory? Um, I wish I could get him into that much like science and technology. <laughs> okay, okay. But he definitely um, he he he's definitely on that. Well, he he's he's young enough. You might be able to push oh, him or I'm sway a, him into I am that. Hoping so. Yes. All right. So you. You didn't always want to be a banker. At least that's the way I envision it. You yeah. started off studying psychology, which is nowhere really near the banking no, field. Um, so I assume becoming a commercial banker was not at the top of your list. It was not. H- how did that happen? Uh, you know, it's funny enough. You, you have moments in your life where something happens and you kind of think it happens for a reason, you know. Um, my pivot moment was my junior year at the university. I took a consumer's families and finance class. 
Um, at the time I was married, I had uh, two kids and the subject matter of saving for retirement and, and <laughs> saving for retirement. the expo. <laughs> yeah. Saving for retirement, setting a budget, um, the cost of credit over a lifetime. Those are things that, that matter to me mm-hmm. in my everyday life at that moment. Um, now, a lot of the other, you know, kids or students rather, uh, you know, they were just, you know, taking the class, digesting the information. But for me, it had real world applications. And I just kind of thought to myself, like, why did I have to pay to get into college, happen to register for the right class just to get this information because this kind of stuff wasn't taught to me in high school and that's just not something my parents really spent a lot of time with me on and so I was just like I was I thought if I'm gonna have a job because I was I worked full-time through college uh, I'd like to have a job where I could teach this kind of same stuff to people and banking kind of fell along with that yeah there's I I think today that is actually what's missing in our schools Um, they don't teach what I call common sense to um, students, for example, you know, how to balance a budget, how to save for things that you want, sure. you know, how to write a check, sometimes how to address an envelope is something <laughs> as small as that. And yeah. yes, I have a 16 year old, so I know <laughs> how this comes across, but sure. it's, it's a lot of times, you know, they don't find out until they're in college and they're yeah. spending, all, I got my first credit card and now they're spending, 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 and they don't realize the impact. I think that is so. Yeah. Th- thankfully, uh, state of Arizona actually just passed a law. Um, in the most recent session requiring financial education as part of a high school curriculum. So <gasps> it just passed. Um, oh, I was going like, to say, when did that happen? Like four or five months ago. Oh, see, yeah. I'm a little behind. It probably <laughs> won't happen for my son, but <laughs> I'm so happy for all I, of the other kids. I'm super, super excited. Um, it's it's something that I do a lot of um, financial literacy stuff. Uh, when I was the branch manager uh, a few years back in Sonoida, in oh. the middle of nowhere, um, I did um, uh, presentations to the Patagonia High School out there. Just, you know, uh, if, if you can reach a couple kids and, and kind of set them straight at 18, then it makes the rest of their life just a heck of a lot easier. You know, and I also find that so many students, when they go into college, um, they're thinking they're going to go one way, right? And then you have that one moment that just sparks you into a completely different direction. And in that class, was that for you, the family and finance class? Is that what that was? That was it. Um, Yeah, because, and and I was a stubborn kid, and I happened to be in the honors college, and so I got to... I got to take a lot of my uh, primary coursework in the first two years. Oh, nice. And so when I had that spark moment, um, it was already too late to change my major. Oh, no. <laughs> so I, I kind of did a thematic minor and, and added uh, some economics classes and stuff on there. But, um, yeah, I, I – Well, psychology I, can help you in business, too. You can you can read people. Help, yeah. um, you can kind of <laughs> get the feel for them, I guess. I would love to think that uh, that uh, I got some sort of benefit from it. I, I really hope that I did. If not, it was a very, very expensive of three years. Well, <laughs> you're you're doing good now and you're helping people, so that's good. So it is safe to say you, you took a plunge into the unknown but knew you'd kind of had found your calling. Yeah. You spoke to me of it was the three buckets. Yeah. What are those three buckets that give that perfect career? Uh, so the three buckets is uh, something that you, you love to do, mm-hmm. something that the world needs. Actually, four buckets. Oh, it's four. four. So I'm it, sorry. No, I, okay. I misspoke four. So it's, uh, it's, a, con- it's a, a Japanese concept called Ikigai, and I, I'm just obsessed with it right now. Um, and, and when I'm not helping businesses finance their growth or what have you, I, I spend some time with friends and family and friends of friends trying to do career coaching and help them find something because I'm all too aware of what a, a miserable job or a miserable career can have stress, but the, the four buckets um, to get to it is uh, the, it's something um, that you're good at, something you can get paid for, something that the world needs, and something that you love doing. 
right. so if you can find all four in something, yeah. it's really awesome. Um, but a lot of times you can't, so you try and find three or four. But, but uh, yeah, I'm just obsessed with it. And I think that um, we all have a best version of ourselves, right, where you're doing something that makes you feel fulfilled and that you don't have to worry about, you know, the next meal that's going to come up on the table. Uh, and also something that, you know, again, makes your community better. So I'm lucky I have found something that fills a few of my buckets. So That's great. And we're going to come back to those. Wha sure. What's it called again? Ikigai. Uh, okay. It's spelled I-K-I-G-A-I. Okay, I won't remember that, but Ikigai. <laughs> did I say that right? Yeah, you Ikigai. did. Okay. Ikigai, yeah. Ikigai. I have to do it phonetically, no, or however that is. Phonetically, <laughs> not phonetically. So hitting all of those can sometimes be hard, you know, like you said, but to me, if you do find that true calling for you, it just makes you so much more fulfilled, sure. and you can help others moving forward. And I can honestly say I think I found that bucket in That's what I do. Cool. That's awesome. Because... I love to help people. I have a need, and you know, insurance is never going to go away, unfortunately, <laughs> because you know it's going to be required. Always risk. Um, and you know, I love doing it, and not that I love actual insurance, but I love being able to help people understand the insurance oh, and sure. how it can benefit them and what they can use. So oh, hundred percent. I, I mean, I'm not. Uh, I don't get up in the morning saying, you know what? Who who am I going to give money to today? <laughs> <laughs> well, <It's> me. <laughs> you can give money to me anytime you want. <laughs> uh, it, it's more of. Um, how can a loan or how can a new relationship help a business uh, maybe take it to the next level? Maybe um, it, w when I used to do it on the personal side of things, it's like, okay, well, how can I help a family set a budget so that they can put more away so they can send one of their kids to college? Now it's more how can I uh, finance an expansion so that they can create three or four new jobs so that they can help three or four families. Exactly. But yeah, it's, just, it, uh, it's a very, very wonderful opportunity. Well, that's wonderful. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the banking industry itself. There are so many different types of banks out there from not just your typical brick-and-mortar banks. Um, I know Citibank's come out with one that's like that fun bank, and then there's a financial institution and credit unions. And what exactly is a community bank? So a community bank is uh, generally a, a, a local bank uh, restricted to uh, a certain geographical area. Uh, that is, uh, by its charter, supposed to uh, fulfill and serve the needs of the community that it exists in. Um, because of this, um, we're held to certain regulatory standards that a certain percentage of our clients need to be within the Tucson area, a certain amount of the loans that we make need to be within the Tucson area. So it really, um, our, our purpose um, is supposed to be to fulfill the needs and to serve the community that we're in. Okay. Yeah. So are all community banks the same? Uh, I mean, it really just depends upon what the focus is, right? Um, so do they have different focuses? Sure, then, sure. Is basically, so. Uh, well, so here at, at Canyon, um, so we're a uh, community commercial bank. So, okay. So we focus specifically on the needs of businesses and uh, and their needs and, and, and supporting local businesses as opposed to, you know, you may, depending upon what the focus of your community bank is, you may want to focus on, uh, institutional. Some community banks are set up just to serve, you know, uh, like like credit unions and and, uh, and they used to have a TMC employees credit union. That okay. was a bank just or a credit union just set up to serve the needs of the employees of one large employer. Or you might have one that's just not really interested in in doing a lot of business loans or business activity and more focused on 
uh, consumer and uh, general deposit accounts and auto loans and home equities and mortgages and stuff like that. So I never really, really knew there were so many banks out there. <laughs> there are, Jane. <laughs> there are so many banks. So, I mean, I, I know the big ones, you know, like the, the Wells Fargo's mm-hmm. and the Chase, and I've seen the credit unions. I knew they sure. were a little bit different, but yeah. I didn't realize a community bank focused specifically on a geographic area or even a specific niche. Yeah. So you don't do any personal banking at Canyon uh, So Community we do bank. personal banking, so okay. and, and mostly just to serve the needs of the business owners. So, okay. yeah, because you wouldn't want to have uh, a business owner say, you know what, I want to bank my business here. Uh, where can I tell my employees to go bank? And then you're so like, yeah. well, send them down the street. Yeah, no, so, <laughs> so let me get, I guess, let me back up then. Sure. So if, if the business is with you, then, mm-hmm. yeah, you'll set up. But let's just say they don't have a business or not an employee of a business that mm-hmm. you do. Do you do a personal bank that way? Yeah, so we will bank those customers. However, we try and be more of a relationship bank. And okay. so if, uh, we, we definitely, um, if for those customers looking for, like, a local alternative, um, we definitely do deposits and offer services for that. But when it comes to lending, um, you know, Got when it. they want to do a car loan or they want to do a personal loan or a, a home equity, we're unable to uh, offer those services. So we have partnered with other local organizations that have other niches outside of ours, and so we can kind of pass business back and forth. Oh, that's yeah, sweet. so we it, it's all about uh, there's more than enough business to go around. So uh, Absolutely. So with that being said, I guess what – products and services does Canyon Community Bank offer? Yeah, so um, our primary thing that we do is, is commercial lending. So we offer commercial loans, commercial lines of credit. Um, we also offer treasury management services like cash shipments. We offer all sorts of business deposits um, as well as like remote capture. Pretty much anything that a business is going to need, we've invested in the uh, technology and the services to be able to you know, handle that, whether it's, um, you know, deposits being picked up at, at your place of business or buying a, a new building or doing a line of credit to get you through that kind of seasonality with your business, um, we can handle it all. That is awesome. So because you do kind of such a specific niche mm-hmm. banking, what would your ideal client look like? Uh, so our ideal client um, is probably someone who's been in business for a couple years. Um, we do uh, help startups, but um, you know it, it's sometimes a, a testy proposition. But uh, I'd say someone who's been in business a couple years, someone who has a lending need. Uh, okay. Generally, that's our biggest value add um, that we can be competitive when it comes to the loan that they're trying to get. Um, or honestly, someone who's just tired of being a number. Okay. Like when it comes to a business, because uh, I, I know I'm tired of being a number right? too. Um, so I honestly, when it comes down to it. Uh, uh, we don't have uh, an 800 number. Uh, we don't have, uh, you know, kind of this outsourced call center. When you call our main branch on Oracle McGee, you're going to get Cody, our branch manager. <laughs> that's uh, refreshing. Yeah, it's pretty nice. And Maybe we, not we, for Cody, but yeah. that's refreshing. For Cody. He gets all <laughs> of it. Um, but when you um, when you have a problem, when, when you're running into an issue, it's not, hey, who do I need to track down at the bank that has the position now or, you know, what game of musical chairs has led to me now assigned to this new person, right? Uh, you know the people that you bank with, um, and that's that's really what we bring. So how long have you been at um, Canyon Community Bank? So I've been at Canyon Community Bank for about five months. Um, prior to that, I was the business banking um, a business banking officer. I'm not exactly what the title was there, but at uh, National Bank of Arizona. Okay. So uh, I was with them for about four years prior to. Um, that's where I, I mentioned I was the branch manager out in Sonoida in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so I was with them as a branch manager and then as a, a business banker. Okay. Yeah. So safe to say you've kind of done a gamut of banking yeah. arenas. So if somebody were to call Canyon Community Bank and say, hey, 
I need a loan. I work for a business. Would they get you? Would they get yeah, Kevin? How does that work? They would get me. So they would say, hey, I'm interested in getting a loan. And they would say, oh, well, then you need to talk to Philip because he's our loans guy. Okay. So, <laughs> they, uh, so we're small enough that all of the business loans uh, for the organization flow through me. Uh, so one thing that, um, that, that I like to do uh, when, we're, when someone calls in saying, hey, I need a loan, well, let's talk through and see if you actually need a loan. Let, okay. um, one thing that uh, I, I have earned more clients than lost, I would say, is taking a look and seeing, does this make financial sense for you? Um, because a lot of times I had a, a couple in that they were looking to start up their own uh, business. And, you know, uh, could I have gotten a loan for them done? Probably. I could have figured some way to get it out. But I did not think it was the right thing for them at the time. Um, and that's one thing that's really important. And no matter where you bank, whether it's a community bank or a larger bank, you need to have someone um, that has your best interest at heart and someone that can tell you, right. even when it's at a financial disincentive for them, hey, you shouldn't do this. Or, hey, I'd wait a little bit longer. Uh, and so that's that's one thing that I like to bring. Um, you know, it, it give, them a little bit of, uh, give them a little bit of truth. Okay. So let, let me ask you that. I mean, so if they don't get the loan, how then, I mean, how do you continue to keep track with them? What is yeah, it that so, you do? So generally what I like to do is in the event that, that we're not able to do a loan, because uh, a lot of times what I like to do is make sure we can get the loan done first before we're opening up deposit relationships. Mm -hmm. Just because uh, there's nothing worse than moving banks and there's nothing worse than, than moving banks <laughs> <laughs> if you've just moved banks and now you have to move banks again to get a loan, you know what I mean? Right. So, so I always, you know, we wait until like we're at the one or two yard line uh, before we start opening up deposit accounts with a, with a new relationship, of course. Okay. Um, and, uh, I like to give a prescription. I, I'm not going to be able to say yes to everything. Um, any bank who said yes to everything would, would quickly go out of business. But um, when, when, I, when I can't do the loan, I like to try and give a good reasoning for it and, and give them a prescription as to, hey, these are the things that are preventing me from doing a loan right now. Why don't we address this X, Y, and Z over the next six months to a year? Let's take a look at back and see if it's something that we can do in the future. Um, and, and most of my loan referrals, you know, we, we do get some people that call into the bank because they Google community bank and, and Canyon is what shows up right. if you're in Tucson. But uh, a lot of people are for referrals. And um, one thing that's very important to me is taking care of uh, referral partners. If they're going to trust you, their clients with you, then you need to make sure that you deliver on them. Um, and even if it's a no, um, a no can be handled in a way that it's constructive and it can lead to future growth. That is so true. I 100% agree with that. And I know we had spoken earlier. You actually um, sometimes think outside of the box when it comes to loans. You can work with those businesses that may not be able to get the conventional loan. Oh, yeah. Let's just use my business for an sure. example. I mean, for example, as a insurance and financial advisor, mm -hmm. you know, I'm on 100% commission base, sure. and it's hard to go out there and get a traditional loan sometimes banks just don't get it sure. they don't know that okay well i'm, I'm not i'm not a w-2 employee i'm yeah. self-employed a sure. and b i'm 100 percent commission of course so it's one of those um you have solutions for those types of businesses yeah. so i mean i can't say all of them right but, but definitely but so what i try to do is look it, it, if there's a competent business owner mm -hmm. who has a proven track record of uh, success in down markets um, th then we can get a little bit more creative in, in how we structure these loans um, so that it makes sense for the bank, but also um, that it makes sense for the, for the borrower. Um, it <laughs> too many examples to come <laughs> up, and every, every situation is a little bit different. But right. I would say the most important thing to us um, at Canyon is 
uh, history and, and competent management. Right, and uh, you have flexibility to do some yeah. things other than yeah, brick I mean, and we're, mortar, we're like not, large ones. I, I can tell you that as I as I worked for larger institutions, it would it, there's nothing worse than than really believing in a client and and sending it off to some loan decisioning department in San Antonio or Salt Lake City or wherever, uh, and then tough. someone in some faceless bureaucracy tells you, oh no, you can't do that loan. Uh, one thing that I do really love um, at Canyon and what brought me here um, originally was uh, the leadership team is in town. I was just about to ask yeah. that, but you got to it beforehand. Uh, so <laughs> your decision makers aren't off somewhere yeah, out of no. state. They're here in our community. They're our local community people. Absolutely. Yeah, so our um, our CEO, George Samopoulos, and our market president, El Nadoit, uh, we all sit down whenever we get a new deal and we say, hey, does this make sense? Can we find a way to a yes on this one? And more often than not, um, if, if we can't give you a yes, you know, really immediately we can at least say hey we have an appetite for this or maybe no we don't and sometimes a quick no is just as valuable as a long yes yeah you're not wasting a business owner's Correct. time or anything so so true so very interesting you take a completely unique approach to businesses and helping our community which we will dive more into shortly uh, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Connecting Tucson with Jamie Overturf and Farmers Insurance, where we focus on connecting our community and local businesses here. As your local insurance professional for professional and commercial lines insurance needs and a small business owner, I know how important it is to make new and lasting connections in our own community, right in our backyard. You never know how a connection will create a spark or pull you in a direction where you're not even thinking of going. If you are a small business owner or involved in a community project and you would like to be featured on this show, please feel free to give me a call. All of my information is on TucsonBusinessRadioX.com, and I would love to hear from you. Today, we are coming to you from the Tucson Convention Center uh, doing the inaugural Arizona Film Expo, um, and we are talking to Philip Sullivan, who is the commercial banking officer of Canyon Community Bank, a unique bank helping local businesses grow and thrive. If you're a small business owner looking for someone to help you understand your finances or just need a little help to get you to the next level, check them out. Philip, just before the show break, we were talking about how Canyon Community Bank helps local communities. Specifically, why do you think that Canyon Community Bank helps local communities and what are they doing to, I guess, further our growth and expansion? Sure. So, I mean, part of uh, the growth that we look to help finance is businesses that are existing and already doing well. Um, So we have, uh, you know, a client that uh, we're just looking at putting a loan together right now, but uh, he, uh, in 2017, purchased his own location, after 11 years of renting, purchased his own location. He's doing great, and now he wants to expand to a second location, and we're going to help him do that. It's it's really exciting. Um, It's about creating creating growth and and helping business owners uh, chase what they need. Okay, well, that is wonderful. So just so you know, I did my homework prior to this show. <laughs> I checked you all out. Sounds good. Um, and I actually talked to several business owners about Canyon Community Bank, and many actually had not heard about you. In fact, many just thought you were a typical community bank, maybe focused more on personal, sure. and were shocked that you deal mainly with businesses and small businesses helping them. Um, it seems like maybe it's a misconception. Are there any other misconceptions out there about your, your bank itself? I would say that's the biggest one okay. that we need to address. <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny is if you drive by on Oracle and McGee, there's a sign that says Canyon Community Bank, and right below it, it says commercial loans. And it has been there since I moved to Tucson. <laughs> <laughs> so 
<laughs> I'm not. I think it's in too sure. small of a print. We might need to, we you need know, to get like a few banners. That's what we need. Just yeah, banners just banners everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> and doing it that way, 100% <laughs> agree. Are there any other misconceptions that you may be trying to address? I mean, exposure is our biggest thing, um, and we're not going to be the bank for everybody. But we want to try and be the bank for uh, a boutique set of business owners where we can help them finance. As far as um, you know what <laughs> the misconceptions i would say we need conceptions first okay. before we can be misconceptions right nice. now we've been um such a, a relatively small part of the community we want to try and grow our presence and and that's why uh, i came over um from national bank is is really i want to start uh, and put my put my hand on something and help it grow Excellent. So you're going to help them grow. What is Canyon Community Bank doing to get the word out there that you are a, a commercial bank? Yeah. How do you do that? So part of it is um, a partnership with local organizations. I am on the membership committee for Tucson Young Professionals. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a really cool organization that um, tries to get young professionals to uh, s uh, choose to stay in Tucson. Uh, as opposed, you know, we we have a uh, that is so good yeah, keeping the young here. Yeah. Yes. So it's it's about keeping those college graduates, showing that there's uh, opportunity and and culture here in Tucson, and, and showing them a reason to stay. So I'm part of that. I'm also part of a few networking organizations. Um, I also um, we partner with. Um, the SBDC, um, so we go there and they have their lenders roundtable and we, we communicate, but also mostly it's been, um, they really just haven't had someone out there. Uh, and that's what I was hired for, uh, to bring in and, and really get out there and, and uh, let people know uh, what we're doing. Between myself and then L. Uh, Nadoy, who is our market president, he's been a staple in the Oro Valley community for years and years and years and years. And uh, uh, he, his, his name carries weight uh, in a lot of those Oro Valley uh, communities. So we've been brought over to try and say, you know what, we're here, we're serious, we're open for business. Wonder, do you guys have any type of like Facebook presence or perhaps other social media presence? Are you working on that? My, my thing I is didn't we, I see it. We totally do. Uh, I think we have like like 119 followers or something like that. Okay. Um, I, could I use some work, but we're good. It totally could. Um, I think uh, I think that the plan is let's start getting some business generated, and then that will, that will kind of lead to some more stuff. But, yeah, as I understand it, we've recently worked our website, and we have a LinkedIn and a, um, and a Facebook presence. I know it's definitely not our main push right now. The main push is, hey, let's get Philip in front of as many people as we can. <laughs> <laughs> so love it I'm, and I'm hence not, here I'm, you are I'm, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> okay well you can count me in and tucson business radio x spreading the word we love especially connecting tucson it's part of our culture to try to let people know what's going on in yeah. the heartbeat of the tucson area and i really love that you're a member of the tucson young professionals trying to keep our young professionals here showing that there's opportunity for growth yeah. that you know you don't have to go up to phoenix or you don't have to go over to you know texas or california you can have a professional uh, career here and you can start your own business and you can keep thriving and just keep that blood and pulse beating in tucson which i think is huge it is such a cool organization. Um, I stumbled upon it about six to eight months ago, uh, and I've just been uh, very, very lucky to be a part of uh, the the different events that they have going on, including, um, I think, uh, the uh, executive director, Zach Yenser, was part of this 10 West thing that's going oh, on here today. Yeah. yeah, so he was here yesterday, I believe. Nice. Um, so it's really cool. Um, Tucson Young Professionals, if you haven't, it's T I think it's they, they want me to say Tucson Young Professionals instead of TYP. Okay. But uh, it's a really <laughs> cool organization, and if you're interested in and uh, 
check it out. We can definitely do that too. Well, we spoke of your ideal client earlier, um, and we kind of have an idea of what that looks like, but what does success look like for Phil and Canyon Community Bank? Oh, that's a very good question. So, um, honestly, I track my, because I, I am a kind of guy, I figured out very early on that one thing that just motivates me and gets me up in the morning is closing the deal, right? Okay. Uh, that's just something that's always been uh, kind of ingrained in me, and, and um, I've, I've been very fortunate that I've had some success, but I'd say what success looks like to me is a referral from a client. Uh, that is like, great. Yeah, because if, you, if you've done your job well enough that someone is willing to say, hey, go talk to this guy, then I feel like you can count that as a success. And my, my uh, kind of philosophy, ever since I got into banking as uh, a personal banker in a grocery store, <laughs> that's where I started out. <laughs> hey, uh, don't knock it. Hey, it's, no, I, I, had, I put in my there. time. Yeah. Yep. But um, was do a good job, tell your customers, hey, if I've done a good job, send me a referral, and do, do a good job for the people that come in. If you just follow that formula, it's really not that complicated. People... Uh, they, they flock to competency and they flock to results. And so if you just do a good job, the rest takes care of itself. I 100% agree with you. One of my favorite sayings is if I helped you and you felt that I helped you do what you needed to in, in your business, helped you understand, helped you save money, whatever it is, sure. if you thought I did a great job, mm -hmm. the best thing that you could do for me would mm -hmm. to be give me a referral. Yeah. That is the, the best compliment in the world that you can give me. That means you're trusting your friends, your family, colleagues to say, hey, this person did a great job. You need to go there. Yep. And to me, that is the biggest compliment anybody can give me. I couldn't agree more. And then one thing that really works for us specifically is is industry. When oh, yes. <laughs> um, when you have when you do, a, a, and I'm just going to make something up here, but if you were to uh, have a dentist and you crushed it with that dentist and got everything, uh, you know, ahead of schedule and under budget, right? Right. Uh, he's gonna, he has a community of dentists or uh, other professionals, and he's going to go and rant and rave about how amazing you are. And th that's how you, I mean, try not to get into too much con customer concentration, but um, industry professionals talk to each other. Yeah. Um, and it's really important as a, as a person who specializes in managing business relationships. It says, look, when you go to your trade organizations, when you uh, have meetings with uh, people that you've known in the business for a while, give them my card. And uh, I've, been, I, I've had some success with that. So can't that complain. Is, that is great. So that being said, though, I know we get a lot of referrals and everything. There are so many different banks in our local community alone, right? I mean, I could, like, <laughs> throw a rock and probably hit six while yeah, I'm sitting here. That is all I do. Why should businesses and people use Canyon Community Bank? What sets you apart? Um, I would say what sets us apart is the local decision-making. And okay. also um, the fact that you're That's not... That's huge. Yeah, I mean, it really is. Um, I, I've worked for large institutions. Canyon is by far the smallest institution I've ever worked for. And I can't tell you how many times I got a call from someone in Phoenix or someone in Denver or someone that said, um, whether I was an account manager or a branch manager, that told me I had to close an account or I couldn't do a loan or, you know, and I wasn't involved in the decision making at all. I wasn't involved in that process and I had no one to plead my case to. Um, at the end of the day, I represent my clients. I am their advocate. I am their uh, kind of guide in how best to finance their business and, and how best to manage the, their banking relationship. And, and if I have no say at the table, um, then it makes, it kind of ties my hands. Um, at Canyon Community, we are deciding who we want to do business with and who we do not want to do business with. And um, I, I 
cannot tell you how invaluable it is that I don't have to worry about a faceless bureaucracy telling me who I can and cannot do business with. That, you know, that actually, and it also puts some merit to what you're saying yeah. because you have skin in the game, right? <laughs> I totally do. So <laughs> let's just put it like, you know, hey, you don't have, well, you can't put brush it off. Oh, it's, it's someone off in mm -hmm. Texas. Yeah. No, your decision makers are here. You have skin in the game. And so you have to be able to come back and you have a lot of merit when of it comes course. that and, way. Of course. And one thing that, um, look, when there's bad news, I'm the guy who calls and tells them. You're, you're I, their face. And, you know, I, I don't take that lightly. But when I, 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 I got to say at Canyon, I am very fortunate because if there's a reason that I have to give bad news, I am with, I, I have enough ammunition. Well, I guess ammunition may not be the right word, but I have enough information to explain to my clients, hey, this is why I can't do this. These are the things that I need to change. I have had conversations with the decision makers about this matter. This is what we need to address going forward, or these are the things that we need to see change. Um, and it, it's a uh, we we call it a collaborative approach to banking. And and if we have something that, you know, if we meet if we need to uh, you know sit down with a client and say, hey, maybe this doesn't work for us, but let's you know have a meeting and let's get all the decision makers in a room and really come together and find a solution. That is something that I was never in a million years able to do with any of my other financial institutions. Well, it surely sounds like you are having fun at Canyon Community Bank and you love what you're doing. So um, you talked earlier about walking through businesses, actually helping figure out their finances, or even if they do need a loan. Mm -hmm. Running your own business, it's, it's hard work, I, I should know. Not everyone's prepared for the time, the money, the connections it takes to actually run a business. And so many of them fail within the first two years. Let's just be honest. Yeah, of course. How does Canyon Community Bank and you help them to maybe financially and mentally prepare for entrepreneurship mm -hmm. or just running a business in general? Sure. So, I mean, I would say if, if you're a startup and you're getting ready to start a new business, you should always be having a conversation with a banker. Mm -hmm. um, just say, hey... Is financing the right path? Should I? Uh, what what information do I need to be looking out for? Uh, and and we we have seen all types of successful businesses, and so we can give you the best tools and tricks. Another thing is that we can be another set of eyes, or be, maybe be a little bit more analytical when it comes to things. You should always have a good banker on your side. The other thing is use your community resources. There are plenty of things within Tucson. Tucson's a really cool town. Uh, there are plenty of things within Tucson. Um, specifically, um, the, there is a SBA seminar that I participate in um, every quarter that's about financing your business with SBA loans. Uh, I participate in that with uh, SCORE of Southern Arizona along with the uh, uh, SBA of Southern, or the SBA office in Southern Arizona. And then they have the uh, uh, Small Business Development Center run through Pima Community College. All great resources um, that I would really, really, really recommend uh, before anyone starts to, to think about uh, opening a business or, you know, it, I, I always admired business owners because at a certain point you had to say, I'm not getting a paycheck next week <laughs> <laughs> and yes. I'm going to go do this thing. Um, it, Years, actually. <laughs> I'm not going to have a paycheck for a year. <laughs> Jokes, I, I, joking. I, I've had to explain that to clients before. <laughs> but um, there's so many good resources within it. Um, uh, you know, a good banker is always necessary. SCORE of Southern Arizona is really great, uh, along with the uh, Small Business Development Center run through Pima Community College. Do you ever go through that, um, what was that thing that you talked to me about? Hold on a second. I'll have it. <laughs> the Ikigai. Ikigai. Right? Ikigai. Yeah. Do, you, do you walk them through, like any uh, entrepreneurs? Do you say, is that something that you kind of <laughs> um, work? With? Normally, what I what I like to do because I, I try not to get too uh, uh, in the weeds, in the weeds okay. with them, But I say, why this business? Why you and why now? 
Okay, those are um, good questions. Yeah, I mean, because at the end of the day, what we really want to understand is what is going to drive this business to success? And part of it is opportunity, mm -hmm. part of it is your grit, and part of it is the market that you're walking into, right? right? And so why you, why this, why now, or something that I ask every business owner, and actually sometimes even established business owners, I say, hey, why are you in this business? Before I make a loan, before I'm you know, taking on a commitment, I say, what gets you up in the morning about this business? How, what, what makes you passionate about this? Mm -hmm. um, I think it's important to know that. But um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I try not to do the a key guy thing because if they've already devoted their <laughs> lives to that kind of thing, maybe, maybe I'm not the one to be questioning it. But, hey, uh, you never know. Sometimes mm -hmm. people need to be questioned. So let's ask you this. Mm -hmm. Why this business? Why now mm -hmm. for you? Yeah, that's totally cool. Um, it is a unique business where I am able to sit down with business owners and help them be successful. Um, and Simple there's a, and to the point. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of businesses that you can do that, but a banker, a good banker, um, is a really trusted position mm -hmm. within someone's kind of financial hierarchy. Um, and I know um, when I've when I've earned the right to talk to my customers about their finances, my words are heated. Um, which is important to me because there's nothing worse than giving someone advice and then having them go in the complete opposite direction. And you're like, no, just listen, I promise. You know, but yeah. um, well, I, 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 for one, love to see people succeed. And if I can be the one to help them do that, it's, uh, it's pretty great. So I think you just kind of, you know, answered my last question that I usually ask people at the very end. Mm -hmm. um, usually my last question is, is uh, well, you clearly love what you're doing. Um, <laughs> helping small business and communities and people in general seem to be at the top of your list. But what excites you most about going to work each day? And I know you just kind of answered it, but like if you had to pick that little yes, cherry, that on little top, cherry on top, what um, excites you? What is like, I got up today to do this. So one thing that I, I really, really love specifically about what I do at Canyon Community Bank is understanding people's business models. Um, and because everyone's a little bit different, everyone has a different widget they're selling everyone. And in order for me, because at the end of the day, when I'm presenting a loan to our credit committee, I have to say, hey, this is how this customer makes money. This is what could potentially go wrong. This is how they've weathered the storm in the past. And this is the safeguards that this customer has in place. And in order for me to do that, I really have to understand the intricacies of businesses. And so I've done things from investment portfolios to, uh, I just <laughs> I just did an analysis on a swim school and I have another one that's uh, coming up that's a, a totally brand new concept for a franchise that doesn't even exist in Arizona yet. And so Exciting. It's, it's super cool. And so I get to spend a lot of time uh, really trying to analyze it and uh, trying to understand their businesses. And that I would say is my favorite part and what gets me up in the morning. So you get to you get to do something that not a traditional banker gets to do. You actually get to relate yeah, to that person. You sure. get to really maybe sit down and have conversations about their business and people love to talk about themselves and they what they're doing. Really do. So but at the same point it really does help you understand yeah. like what their business model is, how you can help them, mm -hmm. if you can help them sure. and you know Maybe there's some things that they hadn't thought of that you can bring up to the plate. I, I find that is more the case uh, because I come at it with a, hey, I don't understand your business, so I'm going to ask you some questions that may sound foolish. And it's because I've never talked to someone in your position before. And so your job is to educate me. Exactly. Tell me everything that, that I would need to know about your business, how it works, how it functions, and then I can be your advocate. Nice. Yeah. Well... 
that is what we have for our show today. Philip, thank you so much for sharing with us and telling us a little bit about yourself and Comic-Con and your family, <laughs> as well as Canyon Community Bank. I know I learned a lot, and I am sure our listeners did as well. Um, that is all we have for Connecting Tucson with Jamie Coming to you live from the Tucson Convention Center at the inaugural Arizona Film Expo. Um, that's why we have a little bit of noise here, but it's fun. You can learn more about Philip uh, Sullivan and Canyon Community Bank by going to TucsonBusinessRadioX.com and clicking on Connecting Tucson with Jamie. As always, don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone and make a new connection. You never know where it might lead. Until next time, keep on making unique connections, Tucson. See you later.